This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. This is John Fernay, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, if you ever thought we were joking when we said make sure you check out Eye on Annapolis throughout the day because we never know what's coming down, yesterday was one of those days, man. The news just kept rolling right in and it started in the morning. Anne Arundel County police were investigating the death of a man after his body was discovered in the median strip of Route 10 in Glen Burnie. Police reported that the 911 callers reported a person laying in the median strip, and when paramedics arrived, he was pronounced dead. Police said it is the body of a man believed to be in his 60s or 70s, and he may have been living at a nearby homeless camp. There was no signs of trauma to his body, and the department is waiting an autopsy from the chief medical examiner's office in Baltimore. Early last evening, the Key School released the findings of an eight-month investigation into a sexual assault allegations that reportedly took place over several decades on the campus in Hillsmere. The report says that their law firm spoke with 57 individuals with information about the allegations, and they were, however, unable to speak to an additional 16 others. All told, they identified 10 adults in positions of authority they believed engaged in sexual misconduct or had inappropriate relationships with the students, and they said that at least 16 former students were subject to those abuses. One thing I noticed in the report, it was kind of interesting that several of the faculty members said that it was just a reflection of the culture of the times, which is just really abhorrent in my mind. Key School did offer a full apology to the victims and survivors in their letter. They acknowledged the abuse and laid out steps they have taken in the past and steps they are taking in the future to prevent it now. And additionally, they did say that the report did not allege that any misconduct of any current staff or administration. They have turned the report over to Anne Arundel County Police for possible investigation and prosecution. And they closed out their letter saying to all key school alumni, parents, students, faculty, staff and friends, both past and present. We reaffirm our commitment to ensure all members of our community now and in the future will have the healthy educational environment they deserve. You want to make sure you read that article on ionanapolis.net because we did link to our previous article on the key school investigation. And there was a site that really tried to connect all the dots in this crazy web that had been going on for decades over there at the campus on Hillsmere Drive. Former County Executive John Leopold, who you probably haven't heard from since last election, has now filed a petition in Anne Arundel County Circuit Court to have his convictions of misconduct in office vacated. He filed what they call a writ of quorum nobis, which essentially gives the court the ability to correct its original judgment upon discovery of a fundamental error that didn't appear in the records of the proceedings. As far as those errors go, he is citing that his scheduling secretary, Patty Medlin, in a grand jury testimony said that she had helped him for weeks with this catheter. However, during the trial, she said that she helped him for months. Leopold did have supporting documents showing that he didn't need assistance beyond a few weeks, and his lawyer did not enter that into the evidence, nor did he cross-examine Medlin or question the discrepancy. He's also claiming that he had ineffective representation with his attorney, Bruce Marcus. Bruce Marcus was hired to represent Leopold, and he did not disclose a couple conflicts of interest. Marcus had been appointed by House Speaker Mike Bush and President of the Senate Mike Miller as the chair 
of the Election Law Commission, and part of his duty is, is to examine the issues related to the Office of the State Prosecutor, which is the very office that was prosecuting Leopold, his client. Additionally, Marcus was the counsel for the Maryland Democratic Party, and that was also not disclosed to Leopold either, but I'm not quite sure why he didn't do a bigger background check on him, and why would you hire a Democratic lawyer if you are a Republican? That just doesn't make sense to me. Finally, he says that he wasn't able to get a fair case because the court was inflamed. Based on Patty Medlin's initial testimony, the judge and subsequent appeals court were inflamed, according to Leopold's attorney. Specifics that they do cite is that the judge and or jury is supposed to maintain a notion of innocence until all evidence has been presented and the closing arguments have been made. Specifically, the judge in this case, Judge Sweeney, had a 40-page sentencing memo prepared well in advance of the verdict and read from the memo at the verdict. But more serious is that they believe the judge had predisposed the sentence. During the sentencing, the judge stated he had already contacted the detention center to set the wheels in motion for Leopold's sentence. The prosecutor did not seek a jail sentence in the case, and the court declined to let Leopold turn himself in at a later date, as the court had already made arrangements for his medical issues to be addressed. We did talk to Leopold this weekend, and he said that as to Bruce Marcus, he said when he ignored my requests and instructions, he stopped being my defense counsel and became my adversary. And when I asked him why he's doing this, he said the truth is always worth fighting for. Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Ann Colt-Lytus announced that Arthur Antonio Wiggins was found guilty of sex abuse of a minor by an Anne Arundel County Circuit Court yesterday. Wiggins had sent letters to a 15-year-old victim containing pornographic images and handwritten statements detailing the sexual acts he intended to perform on her. The catch on this one is that Wiggins authored those while he was incarcerated at the Maryland Correctional Institute in Jessup, serving a 28-year sentence for rape and murder of an 18-year-old female. After the verdict, Colt Lytus said fending off the sexual advances of an adult is something no child should be forced to endure. This young woman displayed immense bravery in choosing to report these crimes. I encourage any victims of sexual abuse to place their trust in law enforcement and allow us to fight for justice for their behalf. Got some great news from Anne Arundel Community College. They just got a $1 million gift. It is an historic gift from James A. and Janet M. Clausen, they are of Crownsville. And the million dollars will support the construction of the Center for Innovation and Skilled Trades at the school's Arnold campus. Now, that center will have two inaugural programs, forklift operator and general contracting, in addition to electrical, HVAC, plumbing, and welding training. In discussing the program and the donation, Community College President Don Lindsay said, we need to recognize that not every student is interested in or needs to attain a bachelor's degree in order to be successful in their field of study. By expanding our workforce development programs, we can support the needs of our employers and our local economy while helping people start and maintain successful careers. Amen to that, Don Lindsay, and awesome for Anne Arundel Community College. If you're a traveler, Frontier Airlines has soft-launched a program allowing members of their frequent flyer program to book free tickets for travelers 14 years old and younger. The Kids Fly Free benefit adds to the other discounts and options the carrier includes in its Discount Den Club, which will cost you 60 bucks a year to join. According to Frontier's president, Barry Biffler, Waving Kids Fair shows Frontier's commitment to being America's affordable and family-friendly airline. Now, Frontier is launching service out of Baltimore this spring to both Denver and Orlando. And the catch is that they will not be available on all flights, but there will be 53 dates throughout the year where those fares will be available. Sounds like a good deal, but I will offer a word of caution. Frontier did file for bankruptcy before. This is a reorganization after a few years, and it may be just a ploy to get more market share and money. But if you can use it, definitely get on it. 
And I missed this yesterday. The U.S. Post Office raised the price of a first-class letter from 50 cents to 55 cents. That's a 10% increase. It is the largest percentage increase since 1991 when they went from 25 to 29 cents. And it is the largest single pennies increase in post office history. The post office has lost $3.8 billion in 2018, and that is its 12th year in a row of losses. Partially contributing to that loss, I'm sure, is they have a statement that says if you buy online through stamps.com, which is not the post office, you can buy stamps for 50 cents. So apparently the post office is discounting their stamps to stamps.com and recommending that you buy them through stamps.com to save five cents. No wonder you're losing $3.8 billion in a year. Okay, that is it for the top news today. Please make sure you are checking out ionanapolis.net because God knows we don't know what's coming down the pike a little bit later on today. Please give us a recommendation to all your friends and colleagues. And if you're someplace where you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And last but not least, you want to hang out because we have George Young with a freezing cold weather forecast coming up for you in just one minute. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, January 29th. Winter weather is set to move across all of Anne Arundel County later today, most likely in the early p.m. hours, possibly starting as rain or a mix of rain and snow before ultimately turning to all snow for approximately three to six plus hours as an Arctic cold front moves through the region from the west. With a general one to three inches of overall snowfall expected across the area, the timing of this weather could possibly be early enough and slippery enough in the afternoon hours today to cause the cancellation of p.m. school activities. And with temperatures dropping quickly overnight into the teens and 20s, the possibility of school delays or even cancellations is a very real one for Wednesday as well, which is already slated to be a two-hour early dismissal day in Anne Arundel County, while Thursday is already an off day for Anne Arundel County Public Schools. And that day off Thursday might be a good thing because looking ahead to the rest of the week, very cold temps will be the story with morning lows Thursday and Friday in the 5 to 15 degree range with daytime highs Thursday possibly only 15 to 20 degrees while Friday's highs will likely be in the mid to upper 20s. As for the weekend, it should be sunny and dry again but still cold on Saturday with highs only in the 30s while Sunday looks much warmer relatively speaking with highs in the mid 40s to near 50. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today, despite the messy, slippery, wintry precip that's headed our way. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark, and Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. 
Zachary's in Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.